No, no, no. It's how are you? Okay. So we're continuing uh, our study of uh, the Epistle of St. Paul to the Hebrews and uh, chapter 11. Uh, we, uh, chapter 11 is the one chapter that I was worried about from before, as, as I've been saying, you know, the chapter of the faith and all the heroes of the faith. And uh, last, uh, last time, not last week, but last session, we, uh, we basically spent the whole session talking about just the first two or three verses, right, of Hebrews 11, the, the, the understanding of the meaning of faith, right, the faith of, as, as we said, the, the, the substance and the evidence. And we were talking about, like, how, how ironic it is to define faith, which is unseen by a substance, which is seen, right, tangible. But, but that's the whole idea of, of, of that. And as just a reminder also, again, that, uh, that the, the whole uh, Hebrews, uh, is for people who who um, received the Lord and received the faith, but then because of tribulation, because of persecution, they wanted to go to a different or to go back to whatever they were before. So St. Paul here is, is telling them again that, that it's only Christ and only through Christ, right? And, and nothing else. So he starts to do that comparison between uh, Christ, as as we said, always you see that the, the theme is better than better better hope, as we said, better uh, or better high priest, better uh, sacrifice, better sanctuary. He is the one, right? So don't don't get confused and don't try to to go to other things while you have the one, right? And then from from chapters like five to nine, he he spent a lot of time talking about Christ as the the high priest. Right, the high priest who, who, who uh, as a priest, he, he, he intercedes for us, right? He brings us, us to God and brings God to us. And also he, he has gone through uh, all what we went through, right? That's why, as you remember, let's, he said like, wait, let's, with, with that, let's enter with boldness into the, 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 the Holy of Holies because, because, of, because of who he is for us, right? And then if you, again, just gonna go through the, 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 the text itself, uh, the one thing that he said, okay, how can we really believe that and how we can move on into entering the Holy of Holies, holding on to him as the high priest is through faith, through faith. So, and then he starts to actually define or kind of like, uh, as you said, in, 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 in uh, the end of chapter 10, he goes on with starting to, establish the foundation for what will come next. So he talks about, at the end of 10, talks about that, that, uh, that faith is what they needed, right? And that faith is, uh, uh, as we said, he used the, the, the quote from, from, from uh, the book of Habakkuk in the Old Testament, but the, 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 the just will walk by faith, right? And we, we talked about this and what does it mean to walk, right? And then chapter 11 starts to dig deeper into what that faith is, right? The first three uh, verses or so, again, the definition of faith. And then what he does after this is he starts to give examples, examples. So that's why you see all the heroes of the faith as, as you see. So let's, let's read. Um, Again, we're gonna go slow as we've been doing, just go step by step into that. And, and uh, let's take, you know, if you see it, anybody have counted before how many examples are on those, on that list? 
of, of the heroes of faith? No. Okay, well, let's, let's, uh, let's count them, right? <laughs> uh, before we read, so let's just skim through it first and then we'll go through the text itself. So you're aware of, of that and why actually, why he uh, specifically used this and going back again to the, to the uh, beginning of the, the first example that he used, which is what, which is able as we see here. So uh, we're just gonna skim through it and then go back and read the text itself. But, uh, but again, you see that he's mentioning able. He's, men he's mentioning, that's from verse four. four. He's mentioning uh, Enoch. He's mentioning uh, Noah, right? And then he's mentioning the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And then uh, this is in, 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 in uh, more detail. And then in general, he starts to, to mention some names, right? So after he's done with, with, with those, uh, again, Hebrews 11, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then Moses, and then uh, the people of Israel in general that who crossed the, the Red Sea. Uh, and then he goes on in a more of, a, of, a, of an open text, like, okay, what should I also say, you know, we need time to talk about Gideon, Barak, Samson, uh, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets, and then he goes on and on and on and on, right? Number, several questions here. Number one, again, is why is he using examples from the Old Testament, first of all? You guys, how are you? Why is he using examples from the Old Testament? Because they're Hebrews, exactly. He's talking to the to the Hebrews who were actually that was the main problem, right? If you, if you uh, uh, go on from the from the beginning, what the problem is and and what the thought is, they want okay, let's okay, you know what? If Christ is gonna make us go through trouble, go through persecution, like okay, we still have Moses. So what's wrong about going back to Moses and just putting Christ on the side, right? And that's what we said, if you remember at that time, that's why this, this text is very, very relevant to us. Because in, in the same way, we do the same thing, right? If Christ is going to cause us to, to, to pay a price, to follow him and to be his children, well, let's put Christ on the side. Let's go on with our own. Again, it's something still biblical, right? Let's find the Moses to follow. Let's find uh, tradition to follow. Let's find certain things to do to make us feel okay about it. But you know what? We're not fully into Christ. We don't want to commit fully to Christ, right? And that's why he's saying, okay, if you are into that, I'll prove to you from what you believe in, which is the Old Testament, that all these people, as he says later on, that even Abraham has seen my, my, my as, as the Lord said, Abraham has seen my day. So Abraham and all those people are actually what, what they did was based on their faith of Christ that will come later on, right? So this is this is number one is is that he is talking to uh, to the people who who value so much those characters and those 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 names. What else do you think that he's using this list of people? Who has no evidence of Christ? All the list of people? They had no evidence of Christ, but still by the Spirit and by faith, they still were able to wait for Christ, right? Remember that everybody was waiting for the, for the promise, right? Everybody's waiting for the promise from since, since the fall of Adam and Eve. You know, the promise is that your offspring will crush the, 
the head of the serpent. So they're waiting for them, right? So these people, again, they're actually better than you. You, you, you have no excuse. That's what he's trying to tell them, right? They are, they are they, as, as Yusuf is saying, they have, they have no evidence, clear evidence in front of them, but they heard the promise and they're holding onto the promise. Number two is actually most of those, of those characters also has or have their own what? Flaws, their own weaknesses, right? So they weren't like superheroes, right? Or super men and women that they were, they were away from any kind of, 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 uh, of flaws or of weaknesses. No, as you'll see, all of them, they, have, they had some, they were like you and I, that's what he's trying to say, right? These people, actually, you are in a better position than them because you've seen, you've heard, right? They didn't. They just, all, all what they had, as he talked about before, they had what? The shadow of the things, remember? He was talking about the shadow of the things. But now you have what? You have the real thing, the reality itself. Right? That's another very important thing. And I think it's very, very relevant to us also, right? That a lot of times you say, okay, you know what? But, uh, but these people used to hear God talking to them. Like we never hear God. Like I think we have better than just hearing God. Right? We have the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we have the Holy Spirit that speaks in us. Right? So a lot of times we feel that, okay, they, they, you know, we, are, we, are, we don't have that privilege that they had before. They were prophets and they were able to see visions. And in a way, actually, we are much, much better. We are, we are, as, as, as the story itself and as the book itself, we have better hope, we have better promise, we have better high priests, right? And because of that, we should be actually able to follow their steps able to follow their stuff. So that's, that's just, you know, um, let's read from four till seven. <laughs> see, that's, I'm very uh, optimistic. <laughs> but let's read from four to seven and see what, uh, what those three characters have in common and, and um, what uh, should we learn from that. So again, uh, Hebrews 11, let's read from four uh, to seven or to, yes, end of seven. Uh, and again, this is the ESV version. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. One. Okay, two. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because, he, because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, number three, Noah being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen. In reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. And let's focus on those three for now. Again, Abel, Enoch, and Noah. What's common besides faith? Don't tell me faith. What's common between those three characters? Not as one thing, but just as, yes, Peter. Actions, actions, and that actions coming from where? From the faith. And before the action, what did the what did what made them move into action? 
When you take an action, you take an action based on what? Thought, belief, what else? Simple thing, just hearing, right? Hearing, there is a call to take an action, right? Okay. I'll, uh, if we say that it's, uh, there is a fire in the house, <laughs> then it's a call to do what? To take an action. And the action is to run, right? right? So here, actually, those three things, you see that there are, there are three there's no fire. <laughs> there are three things that are very much in common. And those three things are, are, are very, very um, relevant to, to, to us also. That, you know, what made those three, you know, the top of the list, if we say that, that they all did, or they all had three things in common. Number one, that God spoke to them, right? God spoke to them. Did God speak to Abel? Accepted in the in the text itself. If we go back to Genesis, it doesn't say that God directly spoke to Abel, but He spoke to Abel through whom? Through Adam, right? That's how he learned how to to offer. Like the idea of offering, where did it come from? At that time, was there was there a a, a commandment at that time? No, right? But Adam received something, and then he taught it to to Abel, right? So God spoke to Adam. God spoke to Enoch and God spoke to Noah. Does God speak to us? In what way? The scripture. What else? Other people, right? Okay. What does it take for us to recognize God's voice? The spirit. The spirit give us discernment, give us, again, the, the, as we see, the spiritual senses that we can discern, and this is this is God's voice. But that needs what in order to hear God's voice? To be quiet, exactly. Exactly. One uh, uh, one of the things that we talk about always about prayer. That you know what, like again, and I think we all fall into that. Like when we get into prayer, we 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 rush into saying things all the time, and then like okay, like just quiet down a little bit to so give a chance to God to speak to you, right? But you go into the prayer, okay, you know, God, give me this, give me this, give me that, and, you know, and you start talking, then, then we're done, and then, okay, goodbye, you know, we're done with the prayer. Have we thought about just giving some time to staying in, in quietness, in stillness, and allow him to speak to us? Like, Abuna, that doesn't happen, right? Well, it, it's, it's a practice. You have to, to train ourselves, train our ears, train our, sen to train our, our, our spiritual senses to, 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 to distinguish, right? Exactly the, the common story of Elijah, Elijah, right? That he was waiting for, okay, and, and, and he couldn't hear anything in the earthquake, couldn't hear in the wind, but then in the stillness. So one thing that, that actually made those make the list is that they were able to do what? To hear what God wants. Again, Peter is saying the action. The action is based on, again, I will never take an action unless I hear a command, right? There's a command and there is acceptance and there is action. So number one, the action. What else between those three? I don't know. Now, each one of them has a different problem or different 
challenges, I would say. What was the challenge of evil? Hebrews 11, Rami. What was the challenge of evil? Like Abel didn't have a challenge. Did he have, did he have a challenge? What do you think? Hmm? His brother was a challenge. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> hmm? He didn't care about Cain. In what way, Albert? I was reading something from the from the tradition, the 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 the, the Talmud and the Midrash, if you know what that is, which is the oral tradition of the of the of the Jewish. So again, it's not written here, but it's 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 the the oral tradition that's been uh, passed on from generation to generation. It says a very very nice nice actually uh, story about that. So I'm gonna read it and tell you again. This is uh, it's tradition. It's not it's not scriptural just to, 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 to give that statement, but, but it, it, it makes us think of something. So it says that, that um, the, time the time came upon an occasion when Cain was ploughing his fields, Abel leading his flocks to pasture, across the ground which his brother was tilling. So Cain was tilling and Abel came with his sheep and what, did, did what? Walked across. So that kind of upset Cain. So look at, at how the, 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 the story goes. In a wrathful spirit, Cain approached Abel saying, wherefore come thou with, my, with, with your flock to dwell in and to feed upon the land which belongs to me? Like, why are you coming here to feed on and make your sheep feed on my land, right? So the story goes on, Abel answered, whereof you eat of the flesh of my sheep? <laughs> Like, okay, you're asking me, like, okay, what you eat, you're eating my sheep. What you wear is from the skin of my sheep, right? Again, this is, it's, it, it has to be, it has to have a reason why this is in the Jewish tradition. Because again, there, there, as you're seeing, like what we know from the scripture is the time there was what? The conflict between both of them. But was, was there anything before that that could have, we, we don't know. But that's why, again, I like to dig into, into the Jewish tradition and see exactly what the stories that are, uh, and, and it has a big, 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 big uh, weight as far as the validity of, of, of the Midrash and the, and the Talmud. It's, it's very, very uh, sacred for, 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 the, for the Jewish uh, people. So something like this tells us that what, there was, there was an actual conflict at one point, right? And that's why probably came to the point of, of Cain having that or feeling that jealousy that you know what at one point i have to get rid of this guy right so how does that relate to faith and why would that even if that's what it is why would able be able to make it to the top of the list of the heroes of the faith what do you think i i kind of like Hinted on that early on. His acts were righteous. His, were righteous. His, his intention was righteous. Like his goal was righteous, right? And his brother was, wasn't able to, 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 to recognize that, right? So that's one thing, okay? But also it shows that, as I was hinting on early on, that Abel still wasn't into perfection, right? 
So again, when usually when we read when we read Hebrews 11 or when we bring Hebrews 11 to anybody, like okay, Father, this is this is Hebrews 11. Right? Those are the heroes of the faith. It's not us. But when you see this and dig into those characters and those personalities, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to look at it from this view. Remember, I was, I was telling you, like, I, I don't know how we're going to approach Hebrews, Hebrews 11, but I think it's more and more looking at the characters of those individual examples and the personalities and how God worked with them, right? And at the end, again, these were all able to, 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 to what? To be justified by faith, right? So in a way, each one is different. Each one's struggle was different. But again, the, the, the small, and that's why, again, going back again to Christ when he said that even if you have faith like what? Mustard seed, right? Have you seen the mustard seed before? Remember? You were in a mission trip in Project Mexico and they were given, given each one of us an actual mustard seed. I still have it here somewhere. <laughs> Very, very tiny. You can hardly see it, right? But why is that? Because that's what God wants. We always have that, that idea of like, okay, my faith has to, I have to start with a very, very strong faith. Like who said that? Here, the tradition of the Jews said that Abel was actually fighting with Cain, right? They were all fighting who's better. You are, go, you are letting my sheep go into my land and he's saying, your clothes is from my sheep. <laughs> So, right? But God saw something very, very, very genuine, very natural in, in Abel that he said, okay, I will take this and build on it, right? Can we discover that, that small little mustard seed that we have in our hearts or not? Or is it buried under too many other things? What do you think? What would bury that mustard seed? I'm sure we all have faith, right? But again, it's 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 lost. Yes. Yes. Earthly distractions. And and we have to remember that there is, as we always say, there is always what always a fight. Always, you know, there is there is this side and there is this side, right? But when we when we face the distraction. We get what we panic, right? Or we don't care. We're just like sucked into that distraction, and this is what life is, and there's nothing else. And then between this and that, the mustard seed is what is buried, is lost. What else? What would bury that mustard seed? Temptation. Temptation. Yes. In what way, Ram? Many ways. Yes. Yeah. It's lost. Yes. Yes. Again, back again to the definition of faith, the substance of the unseen. Like, well, what is that? I want a substance in front of me that will give me what I want. Right. And that's what we were talking about last time, if you remember, that that was the origin of, of worshiping idols. Right. That I want, you know, fire is strong, so I will worship fire. <laughs> Sun is so strong and so potent. So I'll worship. Why? Because it's seen. Yes. Anybody seen something? Okay. 
So we need to be aware of those things. And that's why when we, when we read Hebrews 11, again, we need to be aware of those. Again, these people were like, like you and I. Actually, they were, they were in, 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 in worse condition than us now. Right? There is no, especially the first three, there was no, there is no commandment. They were just, again, they were fighting really against evil. Right? And they were just holding on to to, to to story that at one point Adam and Eve were walking with, with, with in, 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 in uh, paradise. Right? And that's why actually if you go to, to Genesis again, you see that what, what did Cain do after the fall and after, after he killed uh, Abel. What did he do? What is the first thing that he did? Remember? And did what? Hmm? <clears throat> Look at Genesis 4, verse 17. Yes. You have it? Go ahead, please. Yes. Genesis 4, 17. He built what? A city. What? This is the first time to mention or first time after the creation that somebody built a city. What does that tell us? What is the significance of city? Hmm? This is his security. Right? They used to live in tents or whatever. Now, no, I want a city. Right? Why a city? Because the city is what, what will give me identity, or to give me strength, or to give me security. Right? right? And you see this, and you go back again, as we will read later on, when Abraham, what we were just talking about this yesterday with another group, how Abraham lifted his tent and, and, and took his tent and moved. Right? So the city versus the tent, always. Oh, that's why that's why he says that that he was why because abraham was waiting for the city that that whose foundation is what see so that's another big reason for that mustard seed to to disappear right you want to build a city whatever that city for us each one is different but the concept of building a city which is more what security more establishment more attachment Right? The tent is easy. Take it, move, right? Find a place, okay, settle, okay. Move, okay, I'll move. All I have is a tent, right? But the city, like, oh, I can't move a city. I'm established here. Right? So the, the second thing in that list between those three is, is again, number one, we said that we, we all heard the message, right? Number two, their inner selves were steered in different ways. All this about Abel. We haven't talked about Enoch. We haven't talked about, about Noah. But each one, no, Noah, let's, let's skip Enoch for now because I have something else for, about him. But where was Noah's self-steered toward? What was the challenge of, of Noah? All the temptation around, right? You're crazy. What do you mean build an, build an ark? What ark? What rain? What flood? <laughs> although, just to, to another piece of information, although the tradition, the Jewish tradition said that was, that was not the full and the first 
flood. Imagine that. It was like a mini flood. Again, I'm not saying scriptural, so don't say everyone is, uh, is uh, saying heresies or anything. But the, the, the Jewish tradition says that there was before that like a partial flood in a very, very small areas. So the idea itself again was like, okay, they should have been what aware. They heard at one point, according to their tradition, that you know, at one point God sent or there was a flood in certain area that 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 was struggling with that. So that means that okay, that could happen again, right? Which actually makes more sense when you read the, the Jewish tradition and read the scripture, because then actually it makes more sense, right? It's not the idea just came out of nowhere. No, they were they heard at one point that at one point of the of the time, at one area of the of the of the earth, there was something. But they still look at Noah as he was. It's crazy. So for Noah, the mustard seed that he had could have been easily buried by what? By the peer pressure, right? By the, by the rest. Like, no, I, I don't want to be called crazy. Right? And that's another reason for us when we lose our faith, because even that mustard seed cannot stand against what? The other things, the other people, what other people are saying, what my image, right? Again, like it's not good to be called crazy, right? As uh, I got my hand on uh, on a, on a poem that was written a while ago by in Arabic uh, by a Muslim uh, sheikh who became Christian. It's very long, but it's amazing, amazing. Um, and one of the things, um, paraphrasing the thing, but one of the things it says that people will look at me and look and, and find some kind of craziness, but all my joy to be called crazy for Jesus. The concept of fool for Christ, we have this concept, right? We're the fools for Christ, right? We have this in orthodoxy that you, and actually people can, can leave everything and go in the, and live in the caves in the desert and they would be called, you'd be titled, you know, fools for Christ. Because according to the people, you're fool. <laughs> well, again, we're not calling for that extreme, but the idea to be different, right? To be different. And, and not accepting that will definitely do what to the mustard seed. You get lost. You get lost. So this is the second thing. I, I want to keep... Enoch to the end, because again, I'm going to share something with you that's very, very interesting. Because when you read Enoch, it's, it's very, very vague, right? It's written like two, three times, only just one line. Enoch, you know, yes, in the, in the genealogy, he's there, he's, he came from this and this and that. And then he was what? He was walking with the Lord, then he was not found. Okay. But let's, let's, let's put him aside for now. So number one, again, God spoke to them through his word. And the same thing for us. As if you want to be part of that of that uh, list of the heroes of faith, let's distinguish and let's recognize that God speaks to us, right? And number two, that each one, their inner selves was steered in different ways. Right? Number three is they obeyed God, right? So another another big reason for not or for, for burying that mustard seed and not living that faith is what? Obedience. Right? 
Now, when, when, when you are, and this is the issue, when you are asked to be obedient to something that will happen in the future, how hard that is or how easy that is. And what will make us obey? <laughs> See the cycle? Yeah. Yeah. So which come for which one comes first? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But practically, what, what do you think? Which one comes first? Like, okay, well, I again, you know what? Leave and go and follow me. Okay. Obedience comes first. Definitely. Definitely. And through obedience, we get what? Stronger. Why we get stronger? Because there is, there is, there is something we're going through, which is what? Experience. Right? We're experiencing God. But it's, it's, a, it's a leap of faith, as we say, right? You have to take that big part of our problems that we are not, we're afraid of taking risks, right? Always, in everything, right? Risks. <laughs> but, but taking that risk is, 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 is much needed because if you don't take the risk, you'll never be able to move, to grow, right? And... And taking the risk is based on, again, listening, hearing the word, right? And see where, which, which side that does it take me to? And then this will reflect definitely on what? Giving me that motivation. Because if I want to take a risk, I have to have a motivation to take a risk, right? Like go out in 20 below without a jacket, like, okay, why? <laughs> if you're crazy, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to do this. But if there is a motivation for you, you know, Okay, I'll do it. You know, I'm gonna run, do it, whatever, and then come back again. I was just delivering uh, food to Christy at her dorm yesterday, and she came down without a jacket. Why? Because she needs the food, right? <laughs> 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 it's the same idea, right? But more than she loves me, I know she wants to see me. That's that's beside <laughs> beside the food area. So. <laughs> but that's what that's what should should steer our hearts, right? Especially, again, when we know that the one that we are supposed to obey is who? Out of what? Out of love. Not out of, hey, <laughs> like a do use, obey me or <laughs> you're going to get the cross in your head. <laughs> no, it's not about that. And I think that's what we miss. Again, again, if, if I love someone, I'm, I'm willing to take all the risk, right? I take, take the risk. And that's why you look, look again at Noah again, like, like, why would I do that? Right? Why would Abel stick to the idea of, okay, look, I am going to offer you. And not, not out of, I am better, because I think he learned the lesson probably from before, but out of like, no, this is, this is what I've learned. And this is what I, this is what I've experienced again. I think big part of, of our problem again, and, and you, you guys tell me about that, what you think about it, but big part of the problem is either we, 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 we are not allowing ourselves to experience God or we forget. What do you think of that, of that concept? Forget the lessons, forget the experience, forget those times that, that God, you know, like, you know what, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm for you, I'm with you. 
or we never allow ourselves to go through that experience because again, fear of risk, fear of like, what do you think? Like how often do we think that living a true, I don't like true Christian because every Christian should be true Christian, <laughs> but living a Christian life means that I will lose some kind of lifestyle, right? Right? Why is that true? I think if you want something, the thing that you guys call the sacrifice other things. So you have to weigh your options, I guess. You want something that is more rewarding, you might have to give up things that are less rewarding long term. Okay. Yeah. So you have to wait and see what what, what But again, that comes from experience again, right? And forcing yourself to experience something. I always say again, if you have two two plates of, of, of meat in front of you, again, right? And you know what this is and you don't know what that is. You never tasted it before, right? But somebody's telling you, hey, this is good. This is this is actually better than this. Right? You'll take the risk, right? Based on what? Based on the person that's telling you that you trust him or her. Hopefully that they, they actually don't, they don't have a, a bad surprise for you, right? And based on your willingness to actually try something, but because this is, you know what? There must be something better. Again, back to the better, better hope, better, better priesthood, better sacrifice, better promise. Right? I think big part of that, that we, we, we don't have that longing for the better. We're, we're settled. Even our spirituality, we're, we're fine. Right? We don't want to move on. Like, hey, I, I can give you more. Like, why? Because the more means more. More risk. More, more sacrifice. Like, no. It's very good. All I can do is, you know, five minutes a day, once a week to whatever. And you know what? I have my life. And that's why, again, the mustard seed is being. But again, that didn't happen with, with them, with Noah or Abel or Enoch. Right. So I think as we study this, I think we need to, 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 to kind of like reflect on ourselves and see exactly. It's, it's very good to go through this and just, okay, yes, this is wonderful. This is, this is beautiful, you know, you know, you know, good luck for these people. They made it, <laughs> thank God. But again, it's not as, as, as he says later on, right? That we have a cloud of witnesses that we can live with them and by them and by their, their foot, following their footsteps, right? So are we willing to take that risk or not? I think that's, that's based going back again to the, to the faith and the obedience. Right here first, and take the step, knowing again at the end, and there, there, that, that's when experience comes. Knowing again at the end that that when you are really doing this, you are not actually what losing anything. You're not losing anything, and and no matter you know how you can you can you can read about it you can hear about it but unless you actually each one of us have actually experienced that that you know what right you know what I am I'm my contentment is really with him right? and I'm willing to to lose whatever because actually it's not and that's why you know we see Saint Paul saying what 
I consider everything what? Why would he say something like that? How on earth would he say something like that? Consider everything rubbish. The, the, the church father says that all what happened, and probably said this before, all what happened to, 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 to St. Paul is from the first experience. When the Lord appeared to him on the way to Damascus, and what happened at that time? What did he see? Light. But again, the one thing that we were not aware of because of the text itself, where was that light? Yes, physically, where was that light? Where was it? It was around him. The text says that all of a sudden, light was around him. We always think that okay, he was walking and there was light in front of him all of a sudden. No, actually look at the text. And several times, all the time, every time that he mentioned this, that there was light around him. Meaning that he was what? In the, in the light. And because of that, he always kept, kept saying what? In Christ, in Christ, in Christ. He said it like over 280 times in his life. Why? Because he would never forget that experience. He was in the light, in, in the Christ. Although that light will make you what? Blind. You can't see, other, you know, again, if you, as I was driving today here, I came a little bit early, it was sunset, and I was just like looking at the sun, and it's beautiful. But if you keep looking at the sight, you can't see anything. So I couldn't drive, right? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but looking at the sun will make you blind to see other things. Yes, they exist and everything, but all I'm concerned about is what? It's the light. Did you find it, Christina? What does it say? Um, so this is Acts chapter 9, verse 3. Acts 9, 3, yes. Yeah. What does it say? As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Yes, suddenly a light shone around him. And you see that same thing in the three times that he mentioned this. Light around me, around him, around him. So it's not just like, okay, he saw something from afar and then, okay. No, he was in the light. In the light. So that mustard seed was what? Was able to grow and was able to. He would. Who he himself even would be able to see that in the light. Right. A lot of lot of times our problem is we 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 have that very 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 low self esteem, right? Self worthlessness. Like, I don't have anything. I don't have any faith. Like I'm not going to be able to achieve anything. I've tried several times. Right. I'm not going anywhere. And just like let's just keep it as it is. And, but in the light, you see things what clear. Even the very tiny, small things, it becomes obvious. It becomes obvious. And then you move on with that, with that power. So they all uh, uh, heard the word of God. They all, the word of God directed them into a different direction. Each one is different. Each one is, 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 is unique. They all obeyed. And finally, last thing is they all bore witness to him, right? Again, that life reflected on what? Witnessing to him, right? Abel, as, the, as God himself said, that your blood will be what? Witness to the end, right? Enoch till now, see, Enoch walked with the Lord, right? Noah, we all know, and so forth. All the, all the when he comes later on, we talks about about 
uh, Rahab and talks about you know Barak and talk about you know they were they witnessed they were reason to 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 prove as a proof for that for that faith right so from those four things if we want to apply this to those four things to us what stands between that and between actually experiencing something like this again hearing being directed towards certain direction obeying and witnessing what do you think i think this is this what do you think of those four things what what do they constitute The four common things between those three, the first three on the list, right? If we apply those four things on ourselves, you know, just look and add them again, hearing, being directed, obeying and witnessing. What will those four things be to me? What they will frame for me? Faith, exactly, walking faith. Road, exactly. Yes, road. Bus road, bus road, not not out of, of, of nowhere, not just road because I don't know where I'm going. Although, yes, I don't know where I'm going, but you know, it's it's it has purpose, it has purpose, right? It has a, a timeline also, right? Which is much needed. A lot of times we're just rushing into things, rushing into things, like okay, just, just take it step by step. Right? But again, you have to listen first. You have to know where is that, what is that doing to you? In what direction? Because every time, and that's again, what's good about, about what's, what's, what's beautiful in the word of God, that each time we are, we are exposed to the word of God, it is the, the light that shines towards certain area in your life. Right? I'm sure today there is a certain special message for each one of us, different message. But there is something that is, okay, I needed to hear this. How many times we after like a sermon and then like father, you know what you're talking about me today? Right? I don't know. I don't know you. <laughs> Nobody told me anything. But the spirit is always, always guiding, and the spirit is always speaking. So I'll use what what Abuna Musa, Father Musa said last Sunday: is we need to cultivate those moments, to cultivate those things in, into our heart, and that becomes a direction for me how to move. Again, we have that question all the time: How can I start a relationship with God? Right? How can I move forward? How can I, there you go. But the two most important things are again hearing and obeying. And those are the two most difficult things, right? We're not hearing and we're not obeying. But then the fulfillment of that is what is witnessing, is witnessing, right? One of the, of the beautiful things at the end of this chapter, let me jump to it and then don't worry, I, I'm not done with the chapter, but uh, <laughs> uh, um, look at the last verse in chapter 11, verse 40. Most of the time, we're not paying attention to this. We know Hebrews 11 by heart, but, but look at the last, the last verse. And I'll tell you, you'll tell me why I'm mentioning this now. If somebody can read it. Yusuf, I miss your voice. <laughs> Out uh, loud and clear and slow, please. Hebrews 11, 40. God, having provided something better for us, 
that they should not be made perfect apart from us. This is, they should not be, what? Made perfect apart from us. What does that mean? Exactly. All those heroes, all those characters, they will not be made perfect unless we are what? Perfect. They're waiting for us to perfect them. Imagine that. Like I thought they are heroes of faith already. Like, no, no, wait a minute. Why is that? Because we are all what? One body. It's, 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 it's an amazing verse. Again, you know, since God had provided something better for us, now, okay, let's put them aside. We're talking about all those people, okay, that's them, okay. God has provided something better, again. We said better is the key for Hebrews, better for us. That apart from us, they should not be made perfect. That they are waiting for us to be what? To be, to follow their steps. And that's why the next chapter, since we have such a, cloud of witness that's more for so imagine that abel is waiting for you to be perfect so he can be perfect <laughs> abraham is waiting for me to be perfect then he can be perfect. crazy thought it's a crazy thought but it's very 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 uh encouraging also right that we are all part of this the body cannot be perfect unless the whole body is perfect and again here you go the four steps that they did is, is for all of us, right? And again, it's not like, okay, well, I don't know how to, well, just, just again, being, being practical, just start what you can do. That's what we do. But start it faithfully. Start it with the mindset that, you know what, this is what I want. This is what I want. And, and, and in order to, 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 to prove that, actually, you know, back again to Enoch again, <clears throat> because all it says here again that he walked with God and then he was taken, he was not found, right? Back again to the Jewish tradition, it, they have a big, big section in the Talmud about him, actually, and all talks about what, that he, at, for a long time, he actually was for them the leader and for them the person who is, who is inspiring them to worship God and to follow God. And it's, it's amazing how you read that. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up here again, not the whole thing because of time, but just, uh, just uh, uh, part, of, part of it. So you can just know exactly how is that very, very practical to us, the part of that, what, that he became a witness, right? So it's not like, okay, he was just like a very, very different person. And then he, he didn't even you know, have any impact on people. No, it says, Enoch made peace and harmony among the people and pointed out to them path to everlasting life. And his followers proclaimed aloud wherever men dwelt, who is he that wishes to live and to know the ways of the Lord? Let him seek Enoch and learn ere he is taken from us. So he had a beautiful, very, very strong impact. Again, this is the tradition. that we don't know about this in the, in the scripture. But we have to, 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 to know what, what they say about him. Enoch taught the people, united them in peace and harmony, and then goes on and on. Then on the sixth day, there will still some, uh, let's go back to this here. It came to pass after Enoch had ascended to heaven that the people appointed Metushela, his son, as a king over them. So he was that position, right? And before that, it says that, that uh, he, he, would, he would keep telling them, return 
to your tents when they wanted to follow him. Like, no, don't follow me. You know, I'm going with the Lord, but you have you have a role here to do, right? It's it's it's, it's just amazing uh, uh, text when you read that. That uh, Enoch became so holy that the people feared him and dared not approach when he appeared before them, for the glory of heaven rested on his face. Yet when he spoke, they assembled and listened to his words. And lear learning from his knowledge, they bowed before him and cried aloud, love, long live the king. This is from the Talmud, from the, from the, from the Jewish uh, written oral tradition. Right? So they have all those stories that they keep and they, they, they actually very, 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 uh, between the Talmud and the Midrash, the very, very strong uh, resources for, for, for till now, till now. Right, uh, but the idea why why the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up again because it says that there is life behind him before he was what he was taken, right? And that's what what the meaning of he walked with the Lord, right? If you go back to to, to Genesis again, before he was taken, he walked in the with the Lord. Walked with the Lord meaning what he had impact on the people to the point that they saw the glory of the heaven on his face, as it says, right? And that's again, that's, that's, that's out of faith. Right? Like if I, if I ask myself, ask each one of us, like what's my impact on my people? Whatever that circle is, but how much do I have an impact on people? And what, what is that impact? Is it, is it really like, like strong like that? Or like you know, when I, somebody see me like, stay away from him, <laughs> stay away from her. So you see now why, why, why St. Paul started with those three as, the, as they made it to the top of the list, first of all, right? Definitely the, 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 the genealogy and the time frame from Abel, Noah, and, and or Enoch and Noah, but also because they all represented something that's very, very practical, right? And they were all at the end of the day, what? They had something, but Noah, again, you know, if you look at Noah, or even though he's mentioned as as a hero of faith, but we know at one point, what does, the, what does Genesis say about, about Noah? He went back to do what? To till the, the, the land, right? He's the first one to plant, plant vineyard after, after the ark. He's the first one to do that. And out of that, he got what? He got drunk. <laughs> so according to this, he was no good. <laughs> He went back again to plant and to tilt. And the first thing he, somehow he learned, I don't know what, how he learned that to, to plant vineyard and to plant grapes. And then somehow he learned how to make wine. <laughs> and then he fell and got drunk and then he cursed Canaan. But back again, St. Paul brings him here as what? Hero faith. Right? So it's very, very encouraging. You know, don't, don't see, you know, don't, I think our problem again is we don't want to take that leap of faith. We don't want to do it. Like we're satisfied. You know, it's, it's, this is like, as we say, like what we know is better than what we don't know, right? So I don't want to ask for anything else because I'm afraid if I ask for more, then I'll have to sacrifice more. But again, it's not sacrificial, no. Imagine these names are mentioned in the scripture and they will be mentioned forever, forever. 
Is it for us? It is for us. It is for everybody. It is for everyone. I think we need to take some time and see exactly what, what is preventing us from taking that leap of faith. Whether we don't hear, whether we afraid, we don't want to obey, whether we don't know exactly, maybe we hear, but we don't know, like we don't have direction, which, which way needs to be fixed, or we don't want to be part of this. But at the end of the day, if that's the case, we will not be on that list later on. I know we will all be, and God is, is able to, to work and to, 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 to perfect us. But remember this again, as we go through Hebrews 11, remember that last verse, verse 40. It's an amazing verse. It's an amazing fact that they will not be perfected. They're waiting for us. What does that give us, that understanding? Responsibility. Definitely. But what else also, DJ? It's not just responsibility. It gives us what? Unity. Unity. And honor. And then again, imagine all those names. Go back again, read all those names. And put each in front of each name. The, he is waiting for me. Just mind-blowing thought. Moses is waiting. Moses is waiting for me. Moses, yes, he's waiting for you. <laughs> That's what it says. I'm not, I'm not saying something for myself. That means what? Let's go, let's do it. Let's move on. No time to relax. And no time to say, you know what? I'm fine, no, you're not, we're not fine. Because if we're not fine, they are not fine. Although they are fine. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's very, very, very real. Very real. And that's what the Lord said in John 17, that we all be one, all be one. Questions? I think that's the wrong, wrong understanding. This is part of the, of the problem that we think that we are never enough. Again, go back again to 1 Peter 5, the last, the last verse of 1 Peter 5. He is the one who will do it, will perfect, will establish, will strengthen, will complete. Right? So as, as long as we are still thinking that we can achieve this thing or this whatever level, it's never enough. It's never enough. That's why I always say, if you go back again to, 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 to the, to the uh, Sermon on the Mount, who is able to do that? Love your enemy. Right? Pray for those who curse you. If somebody asks you something, give him something, right? You read, you read Matthew 5 and, and, and the Sermon on the Mount, and you think like Christ is setting us to what? For what? For failure. <laughs> really, that's what it is. If you look at it, away from his grace, away from his spirit. So again, find that mustard seed. Put it in front of him in his hand and allow him to water it. To water it. Not, not fearful that, okay, I will never be enough. We'll never be enough. We'll never be enough. That's why St. John in John 1 said, like, you know, his children, we should not sin. But if we sin, we have what? 
the blood of Christ, right? So it is. That's why we come. That's why we partake of the, of the holies. That's why we have that life. That's why we daily come in front of him and ask for forgiveness, right? And move on. That's why we are exposed all the time to his spirit through the word of God, for renewal, for purification. That's what we pray every time at the end of the liturgy. I always say that. At the end of each fraction, at the end of each liturgy, again, that list, purify our thoughts, our minds, our understanding, our bodies, our intentions, the big list, right? Why? Because it's his work. When we come approach the sacraments, that the work of the sacraments in us will do what? We'll purify. Again, it doesn't mean that I am, I'm going to go out and do whatever after. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that you know, we should be watchful and careful and attentive, but allow that purification from, from him. You are uniting, uniting and united with him through the Eucharist. What else do we want? Nothing. It's, again, understanding that. The fact that we are, as he said, I am the vine and you are the, the branches. One. Can you differentiate between like, this is the branches, this is the vine? No. It's all one unity. But that gives us more responsibility. It gives us more awareness of what kind of life we should live. That gives us more, more uh, uh, care for each other, for the rest of the branches. I can't just be that one branch I, you know, I don't care about the others. What else? Okay. Thank you. Um, we're continuing with Hebrews 11 for a while. So <laughs> I hope you're not bored of that. I think it's, uh, you know, I think we need to spend the time with that. You know, we can't just pass through those names and say, okay, you know what? Just uh, mention them and just leave. No, I think we need to stop. And, and I really ask you to, you know, take, make a cross-reference between these and go back again to the actual story in the Old Testament. So you know exactly the context of that, what, who they were and what they did and everything, right? So and that's the beauty of studying the Bible. You can actually go and link things together and see that it's all, it's all for one purpose. One purpose. Okay. God bless. Thank you. Just one last thing we do. Uh, there is a group of, of group out of the group who we'll do the, 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 the book club, uh, which we study together, uh, The Balance of the Heart by Mother Louise Farag. Uh, if anybody is interested, let me know or let actually who is taking, uh, who is in charge of this? Doreen was, right? Uh, so if you can't reach Doreen, just reach me and I'll, I'll send your information to her. Uh, we're meeting once a month. We just met last week. And next month, we'll meet to study chapter three of the book. So if you're interested to join, uh, let us know. Uh, and let's do, we, we, we just met, when did we meet? Tuesday? Tuesday, that went the, the, the first. Okay. So let's, let's make it again, one, two, three. Tuesday, the first. Of March. Okay, so March 1st, seven o'clock again, whether in person or online, uh, that will be the book club. If anybody wants to, uh, to have something extra, let us know, please. Okay, thank you all. Uh, welcome, Isabel. Good to have you with us. Uh, good to have you all together.
let's pray and then we can uh, we can let you guys go. Okay. Yes. You said seven book club. Seven. Yes. Okay. March first, this uh, seven p.m. Okay. Yeah. And what what is for okay. the week from today? What's for the week? I was waiting for this. Yes. <laughs> Find your master seat. <laughs> Find <laughs> what is burning your master. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very valuable, very precious. So don't don't bury it. See what's burying the master seed and bring it up. Make sense? We'll see. Okay. In the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit, my God, the Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your words, Lord. Thank you for the faith that you planted in our hearts, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, Lord, I pray that uh, you, uh, you, you you take care of that, Lord, you water it, you uh, make it grow, Lord, make it uh, a tree, Lord, of, of, of lifestyle, Lord, that we all live uh, with that faith, Lord, we, we, you know, our weaknesses, you know, our, our, our struggles always, but we come to you, Lord, asking your spirit, Lord, asking your grace to, uh, to make us, Lord, uh, live that life, Lord, that we can complete each other and complete those who uh, finish the race, Lord, and, and, and go on with, with uh, following their steps, Lord. Hear our prayer and supplication, Lord, and bless everyone who are, who's here, those who aren't with us also. Through prayers of all your saints, Lord, hear us when we're praising our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, will be done. Give us this day. The love of God the Father, please. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night, online people. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you.